Hey everybody and welcome to this fourth episode of the Automated Millionaire channel. If you're watching this on one of the video channels or maybe you're just listening in on one of the podcast platforms, then this is the Automated Millionaire and I'm Mikael Pitzner. I help small and medium-sized businesses of all kinds of industries and I help the business owners and their teams create bigger results, meaning making them more money. And I do so by utilizing a special system that I call the Automated Millionaire Business System. In this episode, we'll be continuing the episode that we had last time, in which we are in a series where we are discussing the secrets of a top business turnaround agent. Again, let's just talk about briefly, what is a business turnaround agent? Well, it's basically a business consultant who goes into a business, typically a business that is in real trouble, maybe in big, deep uh, struggling position, maybe even close to bankruptcy situation. And this business consultant or the business turnaround agent can actually go in and help the business owner and the team uh, to, to change the business and put it onto a course of prosperity and onto a profitability once again. And they can do so within maybe sometimes matters of just a few weeks or certainly a few months. My emphasis for this series is uh, very often that I talk about the business turnaround agent because as you can imagine, if you are struggling for your survival of your business, then you don't really have time to dilly-dally. You don't need some consultant to come in and just you know, kind of polish up the business a little bit and have some nice little shiny object uh, or something that's like really theoretically very uh, sound and wise. No, you want something that actually produces real true results, which basically in the business world means, well, get me some more money, make me some more money so I can meet my obligations, make me more, some more money so I can pay my bills in, in, in time, make me some more money so I can meet payroll come this next uh, next payroll term. So in, in, in a business that's really struggling for survival, in a business that might be close to bankruptcy, the need and the urgency is really at hand. So in other words, it presses a lot of, of, of necessity for the business consultant to really know his or her uh, business and how to change a business that's struggling into something of real success. However, whatever I teach here is also something that's applicable to a business that actually is doing really well and just want to get to a higher level. Um, but I think the emphasis of like uh, looking at it from the point of view of business really struggling, I think you can extrapolate how important that is and then therefore how you can use the same method for actually taking your business to a higher level. So bottom line is, if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur running a business and you want to get a better business out of the business you have, or maybe you're contemplating entering a new business and so on, you are in the right place. And I am here trying to convey to you some of the lessons that I picked up over the years and years and years of being an entrepreneur and a business owner in all kinds of small and medium-sized businesses, whether private or public, and whether in the US or in Canada or over in Europe in several countries there. I have been through it all and I think that I can help you. So in this series here that we are currently in, we are looking at those secrets again of the top business turnaround agent. So let's just recap very, very briefly what the, the four secrets that we learned about last time. 
So last time, the first secret I spoke about is that when we go in as a business consultant or when we go in as a top business turnaround agent, we don't go in there blindly. We may not know a whole lot about that business. We may not know a whole lot about that industry, but we know the business is business and we have a method. We have a system for actually going about business and how to fine tune and, and quickly put it on a track where you're getting more out of the resources that you do have available, more out of the employees and more productivity and more uh, smooth running operation. And then we are finding more and more money through the method. So the secret number one is that we have a system, we have a method. If you take on some of the courses that I have and so on, I actually do have the automated millionaire business system that actually very thoroughly teaches this method and this system to you and your team so that you can implement it in your business and become that top business turnaround agent for your business. And what that really means is that you can take this lesson and then you can turn it into making your business so much better and taking that knowledge onto you so that you not only can do it this year, but next year, next year, next year, and so on. Um, the second uh, secret we spoke about last time was that uh, we often come in there as a consultant, also a business turnaround agent, and we don't really know anything about this business or we know very little about the business. We also very often may be in a business now that is uh, operating in an industry that we never dealt with before. Again, like I said, the business of business is the same. It's very universal. Uh, there may be certain traits to a business that you are in. Uh, I mentioned the pharmacy world has like myriads of intricacies that are very specific to that. There might be certain things in a computer technology industry or certain technology industries might have a lot of uh, specialized information and so on. Um, and I may know nothing about those as a business consultant, but I know the business of business. So what I usually say is that you are probably already the the expert at the trade you're in, but where it is that you might have certain shortcomings or maybe you can benefit from the insights and uh, perspective that I have is in the areas of carrying out business. So that's why we're here. Um, but we come in there and very often, like I said, we know very little uh, about that particular business. So we ask questions. So the secret number two is we ask questions. It's also through a lot of questions that we typically can uncover more money. Like how can we do this better? How can we do this cheaper? How can we do this more efficiently? How can we do this uh, in a uh, more speedy manner in a better quality and lessen uh, dangers and so on. And bottom line, finding a lot of value that ultimately returns into a better product or better, more efficient production or a cheaper uh, production cost or something that then turns into better business, making more money. Secret number three that we spoke about was uh, that we begin with the end in mind. Without knowing where we're actually going, without knowing what it is we want to accomplish, it's very difficult to get there. Um, I believe I spoke about the Cheshire Cat in the uh, uh, Alice in, in Wonderland, that if you don't know where you're going, it doesn't really matter what road you're taking. But if you know where you're going, very often how you're going to get there 
kind of reveals itself to you as you go along. You gotta have an end destination in mind, otherwise you're probably not gonna end up with the results that you really want to. You may have wishful dreams and dreams about, you know, exuberant lifestyle and very luxurious materialistic things and so on, but you're probably not really gonna get there unless you have some real uh, destination in mind, some real goals about, you know, let's say very specifically making, you know, sales of six million dollars at the end of the year, um, maybe an increase of, you know, one and a half million over last year in sales, maybe with a profitability that's going to turn into net profits of, let's say, uh, two million dollars instead of uh, last year was seven hundred thousand uh, dollars. Whatever it is, and for your business, it might be some completely different numbers, but it's just, you know, you got to have a very specific end outcome. And that is the secret that we talked about last time, the secret number three. The final secret we spoke about last time was that of securing commitment. So now you have the end goal in mind, but unless you're committed, you'll soon enough wean off of it and wean off of the necessity that there has to be taken in the necessary work uh, that you have to to go through in order to achieve that goal and so you have to have real solid commitment that commitment starts with you first of all you need to be super and solid committed to that uh, goal and then you need to subsequently to get that commitment also from all your team uh, so you know your team members your leaders in the business and so on and then they in turn need to get it of all the other employees that they are leading in the business so commitment is super critical for me as a business consultant it's super critical before I even contemplate doing any work with you that you are truly committed if you're not really committed to the outcome you're probably not going to get the outcome you're probably soon enough going to get discouraged or not willing to do the necessary steps or not willing to make the expenses that or the investment in your business that you may need to do in order to achieve the goal but if you're truly committed you'll be surprised exactly what can be accomplished and so on and so again, you need commitment with yourself and you need commitment from your team. Now in this episode, we'll talk about four more secrets to the equation of what makes a great uh, business consultant and a business turnaround agent. What is it that does that they can go in and have these stellar results for their clients and help businesses who are just about uh, going belly up and turning into real success stories in matters of very little time. So in this one here, we, we just ended on the secret of getting commitment. The next secret that we are going to talk about very briefly is that of authority. It is critical that as a business consultant, they establish authority. If I don't come in and I establish an authority and so on, you're not really going to pay attention or you're going to question everything I say, you know, with not necessarily a question in mind of, of uh, how can I learn more of that, but more a question in mind where I a skepticism, like I don't believe what you're saying. And so it's, it's critical that you have and trust that I, as a business consultant helping you, that you have the trust that yes, I, he knows what he's doing. He's been there before. He has the expertise. He has a track record of success. So I trust in my mentor, so to speak, of helping me get there. And for you as a business owner, what that means is that you need to establish that authority with your personnel and with your team members. 
And what I'm talking about is not necessarily that, well, just because you're the boss, just because you pay the payroll, uh, that you can just go in and verbally whack them over their heads and say, well, I'm the boss and therefore you need to listen to me. It's really very much we're talking about establishing not just an authority that, that you know what you're doing and you know where you're going and you trust and are confident that you can make it happen with everybody's help. But they got to have that, that, that trust in you that you can do it. And you do so by that authority uh, position that you have, not as a matter of being the boss, but as a matter of the person or the leader that you show up to be. That comes back to leadership and skills of, of, of leadership and having a confidence in what you're doing. And sometimes, especially when things are going uh, bleak and, and things are really tough and, and you're, you're in struggle uh, position, it can be very, very, very difficult because you may internally be thinking and scratching your head, I don't know if we can do it. I don't know how we're going to do it. But as a leader, you have to show up with the confidence that you can all get there by following the right steps. So again, establishing authority is important and that's secret number five. Now for the secret number six, we are talking about that we have that end goal in mind. So we know where we're going. Well, what's important is also then to now assess where we are today. So that's the secret. Uh, that's our next secret is where are we today? What's what the assessment of where we stand? Now, how do we do that? Well, we do that by the next secret, which is we use numbers. So in a business, it's very much about the numbers and numbers tell a lot of stories and very often the numbers, they don't lie. We, we have good bookkeeping in place and now we can use the numbers to really get a gauge on where we are, what the current history is, you know, what has the latest history taking us, what's the trend, where we are heading, where are the trouble areas of the business. And so we may intuitively and also on the very surface of things we may have some painful experiences of certain areas in the business that's going wrong but really in the business uh, is a sense we, we can go to the numbers and we can read off everything there of what's going on and what's ailing the business. Uh, sometimes we need to to put the narrative, so the stories about what have happened with the numbers, and it makes really a lot of good sense. But it is the numbers that will show us what's going on, where we're at. It's a good measure and milestone about where we are at. Uh, it's also in our numbers that we typically translate into, you know, the, our goal will translate into numbers. And so now we know that, well, here's the end outcome. Here's where we are today. There's a gap in between and a journey we have to go through. And so now we can begin to either reverse in the near about how we're going to get there, or we can begin to map out, okay, what would we have to do in order to get closer to our end goal? So we use numbers and that's a big secret. <laughs> and I'm saying this and you may shrug at it because of course we use numbers. But here's the thing. I have helped so many businesses. I've helped in the States and Canada alone over 100 companies in person, on site. And you would be surprised how many of these people never really looked at their business and never really looked at their numbers. And so basically they showed up every morning, opened up, you know, turned on the light, opened up the doors and waited for business to happen and never really consulted well where we at. 
they looked at maybe their bank account and they felt the hurt of the bank account not really performing but it's really you cannot really run a business very well without having a very very keen eye and glance on the numbers so we use numbers the final secret that we're going to talk about it in this episode is that we also got to question the numbers. I said earlier in this episode that we have good uh, bookkeeping in place, but honestly, sometimes the bookkeeping is actually wrong. So if we have the wrong bookkeeping, you know, we are trusting in numbers that are not truly correct. So we got to question the numbers. We got to question the validity of the numbers. Case in point, I had a client, a great client um, of a... Uh, uh, appliance stores so they were selling all kinds of appliances you know for kitchen and, and so on um, and um, they were having a lot of trouble with cash flow they had very large debts and no access to more credit and they had really been struggling for a long time and they were in such a position that they couldn't actually from some of the vendors get more appliances home to sell to customers even with a deposit because they had too much debt that they would have to pay off first before the vendor would trust them in delivering more products to them. And uh, what I looked at when I looked at the books was that I could see that their inventory had grown considerably. In fact, it had grown to, to such a state that they, they had about a million dollars worth of inventory. And this has happened over the past about six months prior to me coming into the business. And I was scratching my head a little bit because it's like, if you're struggling with cash, Inventory is probably not what you're doing. You're probably not building up inventory. Um, you're probably not even able to do so. You see, when you're struggling with cash and we don't have access to a lot of cash, it's highly unlikely that you're actually building inventory and it wouldn't really make sense. Now, you can build inventory and then that can lead to that you're struggling with cash because you now put all your cash into inventory. But in this narrative here, it was like, well, they had trouble getting enough appliances so that you could meet demand and so on because they didn't have cash. So and certainly it's not like you're building the inventory. It's like you're getting the appliances in and sending it out the door to the clients and getting paid for it. And so you have a nice good cash flow, which actually should turn into a nice positive um, uh, profits. But in this case here, the book said that they have built up inventory. And for this little story it was an inventory of, of just in excess of a million dollars and just didn't make sense. So I went to the business owner and I said, listen, um, this doesn't make sense at all. We need to make a tally. We need to make an actual inventory count. And so we carried out the inventory count and sure enough, the inventory count came back and it showed there was a deficit of about $400,000. Now, at first, um, you know, I was a little scared that what that meant was that maybe somebody, you know, probably an employee or so, had taken inventory, you know, appliances and sold it out the back door and pocketed the money. The great news was for this business that they had a good enough system that they could actually track all the serial numbers about, you know, when it had arrived, where it had gone and, you know, what had happened to it. And so what they found out very rapidly was that they have actually delivered a lot of this inventory to clients and customers and in this case a lot of builders so and they had actually gone through the process of getting the uh, products home sending them out to the clients installed them and delivered upon them and then had forgotten just one little final thing which is somewhat important and that was they had forgotten to invoice it so in other words 
it's for sure you could understand why they were struggling with cash. I mean, they have bought all this inventory, they have sent all this inventory out, have all the expenses of doing so, but not just the purchases, but also, you know, the labor and so on. And they had never sent an invoice and therefore never got paid. And therefore they were really struggling. They didn't get the money for the installation, that they didn't get the money for the inventory. And they certainly didn't get the money that would constitute their profits. So of course they were hurting with their cash flow. And so the narrative that I met did not tell me that here was the problem, but the books told me there's a problem because the books don't, they show a different story than the narrative tells me. And so therefore that's why we need to know uh, how to read numbers and also need to understand, well, we've got to question the validity of these numbers. For this business, just to round up that story, the great news was that, of course, we, we now knew exactly where the appliances are gone and we could now, you know, call up the uh, client and the, the customers and say, listen, I'm terribly sorry, we went through all this trouble, we put all this, uh, you know, the appliance in there, we've installed it and maybe even several months ago and we never invoiced you, so please forgive us, but we will be sending you an invoice just shortly. And the good news was that we actually collected most of the, by far majority of this, and it tallied up to about $400,000. We could actually get that home into the business within the first week and a lot more in the, uh, or the rest uh, in the next few weeks. The maximum, the latest one was paid maybe six weeks later, uh, but by sure, the, for sure, most of it was paid within the first uh, two or three weeks. So you can imagine that that's, that alone was a huge help to their situation. Now, it didn't improve the business, you know, beyond uh, the, the obvious of getting the money home, but it didn't improve the business performance otherwise, but certainly it gave uh, shed light onto some of the systems were broken and so on. And then it gave them more of a breathing room to now get some cash in fast, and then we could work on pr uh, productivity issues and other factors of the business that did not make up good sense. So anyways, uh, again, let's round up quickly the four new secrets that we talked about in this uh, program, uh, in, this, in this episode. And so the first thing was that we got to establish authority. The next thing was that we know the end goal. So we also now got to see, well, that's great, but where are we today? So we can kind of map out and see where, what, where are we today? What are the resources? What are our processes today? What is our, uh, our balance sheet today? Where, where are we at? We've got to know what our position is so we can better uncover what are the trouble areas that we need to face and, you know, make some improvements towards. Um, and with that in mind, we then talked about the numbers and the numbers will tell us, you know, where we are at and so on. And then, of course, we talked about how to question. We got to question the numbers. So again, I want to try and keep this, uh, uh, these episodes a little bit briefer and a little bit shorter than we had done in, in the uh, previous uh, three and the first three episodes. And I value your time a lot. I hope you found some value in this and we'll dive deeper into more of the secrets that really makes up, you know, how is it that I can go in and help a business when the business owners and their team prior to me coming in did not really manage to 
I'll be able to get those results out of it. How can I possibly do it? How could my colleagues possibly do it? And more importantly, how can you take this knowledge and these insights and use this for you in your business so that now you become a top business turnaround agent, a top business consultant for you and your business and your team so that you can go and make more money. Again, I believe that, uh, you know, we should all as business owners and so on, we should make more money, not necessarily for the sake of making more money, not necessarily for the sake of getting all the fancy goodies and so on, but for the sake of what we can do, we seem to be able to be able to do a lot more uh, good when we have money. It's difficult to pour from an empty cup. And it's also when we are struggling financially and so on, it not only becomes a lot of stress for you and your team and your business and so on, it also spills over in your private life and so on. And believe me, I have been an entrepreneur pretty much all my adult life and I've been through so many businesses and so on. And I've been there myself. I've been there myself where it's like, you know, electricity gets cut off, your phone gets cut off and you're like, how do I meet payroll and, and how do I meet my obligations and so on. So I know the stress that it, it imposes on you and I know this stress that it imposes that spills over into family and personal life and so on. So that is why I'm endeavoring to help as many business owners as possible. It's also why I'm taking this to platforms such as you know YouTube and other video platforms to podcasts and so on and through my courses, programs and coaching so that I can help a lot more people than I could when I got, went out and helped people as a business consultant or business turnaround agent in person. Naturally, I'll still do that for you. Come out there in person and so on. But the invoice that I'm going to be charging for that is going to be astronomically higher compared to when you're either consuming this free information here on uh, this episode here or whether you opt to eventually get some of my programs that might really instruct you very specifically about how you go about changing a result today to, to a much higher level of results, a much higher level of performance, and certainly to much higher levels of profits. Well, yet, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of this episode. I hope that this has been helpful to you. I'd love to hear your comments and love to get your feedback on this and uh, any other suggestions you may have for me for these uh, podcasts and these videos and so on. Again, my endeavor is to help you make more money with and in your business, either the one you are working in now or the one that you might be considering entering into in the foreseeable future. In rounding up and in saying goodbye, I also really would love to implore of you to hit the like button, maybe consider subscribing to this channel. And by all means, if you think that you know somebody who could benefit from the content of these videos or these uh, podcasts here, I would love for you to share it with them. Again, for feedback to me personally, you can probably leave a comment wherever this is posted and there's a good chance that I might see it. Or if you want to ensure it gets to me directly, you can always go to my website, theautomatedmillionaire.com and contact me directly through that website, uh, through the contact page. Again, I thank you so much for your kind attention. I thank you so much for your time and for being here. I hope this will serve you well. That is my intention. It's my intention to help you become a better business operator, a better business manager and a better business owner so you can make more money with the effort that you put in and maybe change the lifestyle to something of your dreams. 
I thank you so much and I truly appreciate you. So I hope to see you in future episodes.